How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, Greg here. I am just chiming in before this podcast to say if you could leave a review on this podcast, that would be great if you enjoy it. It helps us get into the algorithm of iTunes, Spotify, whatever, and share this podcast with any friends and family who you think would be interested in some entertaining science. Now, let's get into the episode. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Today, we're going to be talking about Sperm. I will be looking into some groundbreaking research on the way sperm moves that has shaken the core of the science world and also everything you need to know about those little fellas in your testes. But before that, we're going to be talking about getting your 10,000 steps and if it's actually something you should be doing, as well as negative news. <laughs> the science of negative I forgot news. what we were going to be talking about. <laughs> oh my God, your hand patterns too. We're off and we're off. To the races or like the look to me for the for the negative news. You know, ugh, my brain just doesn't work a lot of the times. Like, but isn't it because it's working so hard? <laughs> I mean, like, that's well, like I a just nice poured, way to say it. I just poured hot tea like on you know the electronics making this podcast. Spill work, the tea so. on I, electronics. Spill the tea on the electronics. iPhone over Android. <sighs> I just like my brain does this. I'm sure lots of people do, but like my brain freezes out of fear all the time. So I, <laughs> as soon as I get like an oh, you actually did spill that everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. How have I like, ever <laughs> lied to you? No. Um, okay, another podcast. Uh, <laughs> but my brain especially freezes around names. Even I know I've talked about this, but it's just like this happened, I think, this weekend because we were around some extended family for Easter or whatever. People that you don't always see, but I know all their names. But in moments, I have a moment where I go like, I if someone said, what's their name? I would like absolutely just freeze and not be able to say their name, <laughs> even though I've known them for like a decade. Yeah, yeah. It's stage fright, but just amongst your family. And by decade, I mean, this was your family. You know, oh, I, I, kind of was know like, I was like, did you forget them. your mom's name? No, like obviously my immediate family, I don't. But even like people like partners sometimes of like cousins. 
because mm-hmm. you only see them like once a year and I don't know, but I always panic. And in the same way that I just sort of forgot what your study was on today, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just like freeze and I know I won't be able to get it until like the pressure's off me. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at you. And You're not like the chillest person I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but not the that's person fine. I know either. That's totally fine. Names are pointless. <sighs> Actually, no, I just wish I had a different one. Greg, it's like a snoozler. Who, not that you have to say their name, but who is the chillest person you know? And is that a good trait? Whoa. I'm curious. Like I'm trying to think. Like, like obviously being the most high yeah, person no. you know is not a good trait. Yeah, no. Mean, you don't want people to be too chill. Are you kidding? I like people who are on time and I like when we have a plan. So when those mm. things fall apart, when people are too chill, my eyes start twitching and I'm like, True. you know what I mean? You you want to be balanced. You don't want to be on either. Yeah. And chill can be, can be in such different domains. Yeah. But like, I think in general, people who are chill, I am like, namaste, I love you. Like, this is good. Like, it is a good yeah, vibe adjective. to be around. Yes, yeah. It doesn't yeah. bring anxiety to other people. That's yes. a nice thing. Uh, shall we move into what you learned this week? Yeah, we have nothing oh, to do. Oh, what did we learn this week? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was there something else you wanted to say? No, I was like literally just going to say we have nothing to talk about. Spring sure has sprung in Toronto. We just want to go outside. Yeah, this week, gorge. If you work in Celsius, we're getting up to 25. Feels like 30. That is a summer day. Yeah, that's how you burn You burn this pale uncooked chicken skin that I currently have. I can't wait for it to be red. Oh, and yeah. then just the littlest bit orange and then fall comes and i'm back to white yeah no it's even me like as much as i'm like darker than you i can see how pale i feel compared to what i am in the summer it's a sickly time and we were just like outside all day the other day but and we got burns like not bad but i was just like oh my gosh my skin is so pale that any sun is like but i also am like but it kind of looks nice it's not like a real burn no when you when you like face finally gets a little bit of color oh yeah like i was like wow i'm kind of excited for like to not look like a ghost anyway do you want to do your what are you learning okay so my what we learned this week is about negative news is what mitch forgot off the top obviously wasn't something he wanted to hear about kidding oh um (laughs) So it was a study of 100,000 variations of headlines, and they found that people were 2.3% more likely to click a headline if it contained a negative word such as wrong, bad, or awful. And then on an average headline, every time there was a positive, each positive word that was in the headline, a reader was 1% less likely to click it. So the more really, positive like words, the positive words weren't just not as good as bad negative words. They, they actually, actually detracted from it. people's ability to click oh this headline. They said most of the powerful um, negative headlines were around poli- politics and economics. Yeah. The economics one I got, like whenever people are like, it's scary if the, if it's all going to crash and you are going to lose all your money. It's like, of course you click that. Yeah. That's so fearful. And it's like the market's great. Don't worry about anything. You're yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I great. Now I'm going to go that. outside and <laughs> look at birds. But it did say that this could be part of the reason why everyone's like, Obviously, there's climate change, and I do think life is, in many cases, worse slash getting worse for a variety of reasons. But they're like, this could be like a trend as to why we're all like, life's so hard now. Like, mm-hmm. if the news outlets are realizing, yeah, maybe not even intentionally, but like just like yeah. trying. Those are the things that get, get clicked, spread and shared the most. Yeah, they're like, okay, so when we talk about wrong, mm. bad, and awful things around politics and economics, people will click. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, like, I don't know, is that... Why we feel doom all the time because we're more likely to actually engage with that content and in the yeah, first Yeah, and place. we're all just clicking shit now. That's all. That's that's where we're getting our doom and gloom. That's really sad. That actually in and of itself is negative news. Guess I am 2.5 times more likely to be mm-hmm. interested in it. Yeah, I should have started by being like, what? It's all the wrong and bad and awful things 
that you click <laughs> on are actually good. More no, engaging. I can't. No, I can't say good because then there's the one percent off. It's kind of sad though. Like it, I get it though. I I do. Yeah, fall I, for I get it. it. I like even even on the most basic form of like being online and seeing like as people who get comments. The one negative comment is what your eye goes to. You see something nice and like you have a quick moment with it, but it's like, okay, breeze on by, breeze on by. But as soon as you see something negative, it like sticks with you and yeah. sucks you in. Like when Liam Payne got really bad chin surgery recently. <laughs> okay, whoa. That was like a hard L. <laughs> but like so when the guy from One Direction, have you seen his chin or his jaw? No, I thought it was his cheeks kind of. Or his jaw. I thought it was like the... Buccal fat removal. See, thing. people say it's buccal fat. Either way, the headline was definitely like Liam Payne looks it's, awful. Oh. <laughs> um, he's mean and has weird. Yeah, it's okay. I don't like, know anything. Or about I don't know. As a as a one D head, as a stan, he was always fifth on my list. One D head. I don't know. A One Direction stan. Is that like what I was obsessed? <laughs> but now I'm not. Right. I've moved. But on. he was like lower on the ladder. Yeah, but not even for like a Joey Fatone kind of like. He was, a, he would just, you know, didn't have the X factor. He mm. wasn't like mean. Like he, he has weird like songs and he's just like not a good guy in my opinion. Okay. Mm. This is the, the Liam Payne side note yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> You're um, on your own. But yeah, I'm team Nile. Okay. Continue. <laughs> uh, no, just, I was like, it is sad to think about how I over and over realize how negative the internet can feel sometimes. Yeah. Like. I will go on any of the platforms. It might be TikTok, it might be Reddit, it might be Twitter or somewhere. And so often I try to avoid like things that make me feel negative, but it's like you actually can't. And like it, something I try to do, and I don't know if this is healthy or not. <laughs> if I, as soon as I see something negative and get a pit in my stomach, I, it really does. I'm like, you, yeah. yeah, I feel really bad. And then I go, I actually need to find something positive now on this app and then I can log off. Otherwise this oh, feeling will stay with me. That's kind of nice. Yeah. But then, then you're putting yourself at more risk of seeing more negative things. Oh my God. Searching for, but I will try not to like using TikTok what? as an example. Wow. Sometimes you see like a dark video or like someone saying something awful and I'm like, I, I actually can't leave this app now. Otherwise, I will feel sad. And then I'll forget why and I'll feel bad for the rest wow, of the day. Wow, you are so impacted. I don't think I've ever, <laughs> like, no, that's so interesting. I've never had to think about that because I'm like, this is, like, I don't ever. No, there's like some really sad stuff. I think I And don't I don't mean sad, sad, like, some things are sad, beautiful, or like sad, emotional. But I more mean like the things that are like triggeringly, like, anti-trans or homophobic or sexist like seeing races like those kind of things i just like feel so sick to my stomach when i see them and then i'm like this is gonna ruin my whole day i need to like go find something positive i feel like a i don't know if i get that much in my algorithm sometimes you show me like disturbing things on your tiktok i'm like how the hell did that find you because people are stitching them to like respond to yeah them. but still i am like you have watched something to get like, you have <laughs> like I, you've shown me things that i'm like i didn't know that was an option i thought tiktok truly was just like dumb like. celebrity news <laughs> but also i think i yeah, we, that's a big part of us working on the internet. It really does affect you. I don't know why. I think I don't respect the internet that much and never did as much as you do. And I, when I see negative things, I'm like, that is such a niche, dumb, in... But it's not always niche. I think that's what makes me sad, especially if I go look at the Stitched video and it has like millions of likes. Or yeah, whatever. but I think even like I just don't take the internet seriously. So I just yeah. assume it's niche, even though it's not, which is like mm. part of the reason that's 
you know, I'm not living in reality. Yeah. But it doesn't affect me because I'm like, it's dumb. It's some stupid person on the internet who no, that's has a, no clip. I think that's healthier. It makes me sad. I would rather, yeah. I would rather, I, I don't like take positive action from it, like to help the world. Like, not, I'm not saying I'm not wanting to, but it's like you're that, I would rather have that and not be like physically and emotionally impacted by these things that yeah. I, and everyone else is like not necessarily choosing to come across. But it's like, like I'm using news. this app You're to probably have fun. Weirdly clicking and watching these negative. Yeah, getting things engaged more. with them. That's what this yeah. study is saying. You're you are probably yeah. getting engaged. You, or I'm you, watching them longer, so TikTok's like, oh, those are the videos yeah. that you're more likely to actually. And I do remember negative comments on our videos more than positive ones for sure. I'm like, positive, 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 and then it's like, gayest guy I've ever seen, and then like sticks <laughs> out, and I'm kind of like, whoa seriously gayest guy you've ever seen <laughs> and then that's what i remember and then it's like positive 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 yeah exactly so it is just your brains you know it's probably rooted in evolution and trying to like stay mm-hmm. safe but all right um moving on Ten thousand steps okay, Ten thousand steps uh you know for everyone out there do you track your steps do you try to hit ten thousand steps? my phone does it automatically yeah and some people have you know fitbits or their apple watches or just use their phone to track it's a thing i feel like everyone i know is like yeah and the, i guess the question has always been like you know ten thousand is kind of arbitrary but it's like an easy number to remember some people say six thousand some people say eight thousand but it's kind of like the ten thousand hours of like is it really an actual number or is like just easy to remember but a new study huh. was trying to figure out like is there actually a correlation between the amount of steps you take in a week and basically all causes of death or mortality um so they split people into three groups i think there's like three thousand people and they used 8,000 steps as a benchmark. And what they were actually looking at was how many days in a week did you make it to 8,000 steps a day? And, huh. and was that correlated to dying? Um, <laughs> so there was three groups. One never did 8,000 steps on any of the days in the week. Uh, one group did it one Whoa. to two times per week. Okay. And one group did it three times or more, or more in okay. the week. And what they found was just doing it one or two times a, a week may you 15% less likely to die in the next 10 years. So uh, it lowered your risk of all cause and cardiovascular mortality. In this moment, I think they were like a pretty diverse subset of population. Whoa. I was like, I don't want to die in 10 years. Yeah. Now you're right. I should probably look back. I mean, obviously these are percentages and like, yeah. Um, It seems like it's a cardiovascular. Yeah. Cardiovascular mortality was what they were mainly looking at, but they still found a lower risk of all cause death. Um, And, Three plus times was, you know, another increase, but they found that the protective, like, ness plateaued after three days. So it's like, that's kind of nice yeah. in that it's not that much Just walking. like, yeah, and it had nothing to do with the threshold, so it wasn't about briskly walking or, like, walking really fast. It was just in this study. Not to say that that couldn't be better. This study was only looking at if you made it over that number. And they said they, they did calculate for a few other thresholds of like between 6,000 and 10,000 and found the same results. So it's like if you're getting it more regularly through the week, 6,000 steps a couple of times a week. Like, how much is that? Like how long is that of a walk? I, I mean, it depends on your pace, but I would A gay think, pace. No, a gay pace, you can go really far. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I would say like that maybe could be if you're just walking straight like an hour of walking, like 8,000 steps. Oh. Oh. Something like that. That's kind of a lot. Six to ten thousand. Like I, th- yeah, I feel like ten thousand is over. An I guess hour, like an hour. That's like an hour long walk. We break that up. That's two. Yeah, that's hour not walks. necessarily saying you have to do this all in if one. If you're cleaning your house, who knows how many you get in there? Exactly. Or like a couple half an hour walks or fifteen minute walks in the day can add up to this. So 
ultimately it's like it's great to get your steps in and know that they don't need to be intense and just a couple times a week is a great way to help you know what's the most you ever hit uh probably what's the most you ever hit bro i think honestly is when we were in patagonia we were getting like 45 50 000. no we didn't we did yeah on those huge huge fifty thousand. Yeah, I was about to say. Maybe it was I was about to say is all we did walk, and I'm like, that is all. Yeah, we, did. we were there doing like the world most famous walk in the world, like hiking. The world walk. most famous. <laughs> Welcome to the world most famous walk in the world. <laughs> Imagine the signs that that at Patagonia, the world most famous walk in the world. Okay, negative news over here. <laughs> Whoa. Um, we did forty, I guess. We yeah. for sure did forty. I think one day we maybe did fifty, but we pushed oh, it because we were like, we're God. so close to fifty thousand. Let's like, remember we were like. Oh yeah. Let's go walk back and forth to like that pizza shop we, just we to like get it. Literally ate like fourteen pizzas. Yeah. Because we were like, well, we just did this. Yeah. Many to steps. be clear, like never in my life have we come anywhere close to that. Okay. That yeah. was like we spent literally nine to ten hours walking. Well, the <laughs> other day I went to a little thing called the Eaton Center in Toronto. Um, <laughs> it was actually very fun. I haven't been there in years, and it was just sort of like, oh, Toronto, you do have a consumer pit hole like every other city. It's just like a giant city. mall for those I, who aren't from the city. He, to, not to be Trump, but a huge mall. <laughs> and I just, it was like I wanted things and I decided the order that I was going to get them in would not have anything to do with where they were in a mall. A mall is overwhelming. Yeah. Also, if you've been to Eaton Center, the like new digital maps are horrible. Like, I've never seen them. You should try and use one and tell me if I'm... You, can you touch them or something? Yeah, which is like COVID, ew. <laughs> but um, you touch them and they're so high tech. But every time that the map appears i swear to it's like it doesn't tell you where you are it tells you where you need to go i don't understand what floor you're on it's honestly like if someone were not well designed it's almost like it just pushes you in the wrong direction and i asked someone (laughs) and like the security person he's like my job is not security it is truly explaining explaining to people what this is and it's so high tech and it's just like Oh my god, it's so frustrating when things are new and so much worse. Though I find the worst thing about being in a mall is I'm always sweating because you're well, coming okay, from outside. This is, this is my and point. And you're wearing too I, many clothes. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get this here, and then I like look at the map, and they're like, oh, you have to go all the way back down to Queen Street to like the bay. <laughs> then I had to go all the way back, and I was going back and forth, and by the end of like this hour and a half in the Eaton Center, I had hit like twelve thousand <laughs> steps, and I was sweating so much, and I was like, maybe shopping. Is no, it's actually a horrible thing for the planet. Yeah, but in terms of movement, hand. yeah, like well, like grocery shopping. Yeah, and stuff, I just like, like moving around. Believe, like, I was like, I think I just burned so many. Calories. And you're carrying stuff. That's the hard thing. Yeah. You can't like adjust yourself because you have bags in your hands. Like yeah. I'm thinking of grocery shopping. I'm always so sweaty, and I'm decisive. So I'm just like boom, boom. I'm not. Every time I go to, the, we're gonna we're gonna end soon. Don't worry, and go to the real topic. But every time I grocery shop, I like have to go down every single lane. Like I, even if I know I only want a couple certain things because I'm making a specific meal, I'm like, I'm here. I should like just in case something uh, catches my eye and I forgot that maybe I want that thing. Wow. So I go down every aisle. No, it's it's a no for you me. You don't. You just get specific things and then leave. I get 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 get, and then if something like I won't necessarily go down like <laughs> the chip and pop lane if I know I don't want any of that, but like. You know, there's like the canned goods. I'm like, well, I gotta just see if something catches my no, eye. No, like I am not <laughs> waltzing through canned goods out of fun or no, nothing's catch chickpea. Like, I don't know if it's fun. I think it's like neurosis. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like in no way am I getting like called to the canned food section because my neuro. I just boom, boom, boom. And then if something like catches my eye near the yogurt, which I'm obviously getting because I'm obsessed with yogurt and oats, I'm white. Um, then I'll get very different sections of the grocery store. The oats and yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think that like grocery stores. No, one's refrigerated. 
<laughs> true. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, we need to move on. Yeah. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back to talk about jizz. Whoa. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Study time. Study time. Study time. Spunk. Sperm. Jizz. You already said jizz. Damn it. Jizz. Jism. Yeah, what are other words? Uh, Juice? Um, cum. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Semen. Sem- okay, wow. Sperm. Well, yeah, I said that. What are like the <laughs> gross ones? I, I mean, spunk. Spunk is the gross one. Human milk. In oh, Spanish, milk. In Spanish, they <laughs> say like, give me your... Leche, give me your milk. <laughs> Imagine in English, give me your milk. That. Okay, so we're talking about sperm. If you don't know what it is, <laughs> it's made in the testes, and it's a part of life. End of podcast. End. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to begin with this? Like, how do we want to talk about this? Obviously, this could be an SFW. Not safe for work, work or not safe for family, family. car ride. But I don't know, actually. I don't know. No, I guess I, did, I don't want to hear about, like, the epididymis with, like, my mom and dad in the car. No, 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 no. And I also mean, like, not safe for our families. To yeah, yeah, yeah. To. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> uh, did um, you know that a testy weighs 25 grams each one? 50 grams in your little scrotum. Like the ball. Yeah. Testicle. 25 grams. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, that's. I don't really right. have, like, grams as a Balls? reference point. No, I'm kidding. Castrated. Huh? Continue. Sorry. You almost um, need to sound like you were going to say you don't have balls. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I don't really have a good reference for grams. Like, I don't really weigh much in grams, and I'm not like, what, right? I think next time I go to the gro- next time I go to the grocery store, I'm just going to whip out my sack and put it on the little, like, vegetable weigher thing and just see Actually, if we're right. Actually, I do have one of those, and I've weighed, like, a handful of, like, huh, ironically, nuts. Like, a handful of nuts is 100 grams, so I'm like, 50 is high. So, just plop your balls on them next and then see if you can get to 50. Does that work though? Cause they're being like s- suspended. So they're going to be And there would be like, the scrotum sack, which would be adding to the grams. I'll try it. You need to have a, you need to have a large sack. All right. Where are we going with this podcast? Okay. Like, what can we so, learn about sperm? Like the, I, so I have a really interesting study, but I don't know if you no, want to start. Go first. It's so cool. Just start. Okay. It is basically, you know, about the fact that we have some groundbreaking news about sperm. Something we thought we knew about it for literally 343 years. Whoa. 
recently in the last like year or two they realized was completely wrong so obviously like picture what you think of as a sperm you have the head of it you have a tail we see this image of it whipping its tail back and forth like i whip a- my tail back and forth i whip my tail <laughs> back and forth that's your sperm singing yeah that's where that song came from and you know it's like an eel or a snake or something that like goes back and forth tadpole and tadpole propels the sperm forward and we have these images of it swimming through the water and making I mean, it to earth like yeah so it's like not water not, that's a tadpole no <laughs> sorry in my mind i'm picturing like how movies show it like basically swimming it's like the towards, fluid yeah the fluid of the vagina <laughs> yeah and of like the sperm like the semen sorry yeah like, to the epididymis so they're like you know, when they looked at sperm in like slides, like it was like the first guy who did this literally took his own sperm. He put it under a microscope and he saw for the first time these cells that were moving. And that's how they realized like there's like individualized sperm cells inside of like your semen. Um, and so where am I going with this? So 343 years later, we now have 3D microscopy. We're able to look at these sperm cells in ways that we never could before. 3D, not 2D, obviously. What we realize is that they actually do not swim symmetrically at all. In fact, the sperm tail can only move in one direction. Throwback to earlier. (laughs) Call back to Niall. Um, and by that, so it's, it's kind of as though like you had one leg swimming or could only kick one leg, you would obviously like go in a circle because if you can only push it one direction, it would not function properly or wouldn't go forward. Yeah. So the question became like, what, how is it actually working? In these 3D dimensional high speed cameras, they're able to take 55,000 frames per second in create a 3D model of it. And what they realize is that the sperm is at the same time as it's wiggling the tail in the one direction, it's actually rotating as well, as though it's a drill bit, hmm. as though it's an otter swimming through the water, kicking its leg at the same time as spinning. And that mechanism, as a result, combines with the tail going in one direction to balance out by pushing it forward. Cool. Um, but in was- 2D, it looked like swimming. Yeah, because yeah. you can't, on if you're just looking down on a sperm, it looks like the yeah. um, tail is going back and forth itself is actually pushing one direction but because it's rotating like a drill that tail then ends up looking like it's flailing in both or all directions so in two dimension looks like a tadpole but really it's going corkscrew vibes towards yeah they basically said ultimately sperm is not even swimming it's basically drilling into fluid whoa okay don't let men know that (laughs) don't let men know that also, sperm, they don't, like, swim independently. They found that they kind of group up and, like, help each other out. It's such a, like... It's hel- like ants. Yeah, or it's just funny that, like, the, like, narratives we always get told are so, like, just ridiculously, like, masculinized. Like, the one guy that got ahead and made it to the egg. And it's like, no, they actually worked collaboratively as friends, helped each other get there, and then one just happened to hit it. And it's, like, actually... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they they don't they don't like work collectively. They're using each other's. Yeah, sometimes they like bodies. fuse. Oh wow! Yeah, like the motion that they all. Yeah, create. like it's it's just in no way is it just like individual sperm trying to get to the egg. That's like not what is happening. They're not at all. competing in that sense. No, but of course, at one point, because they're a gamete and yeah. have twenty three chromosomes and only half, and they have to fuse with the egg. At some point, one fuses. But it's like, it's not like they're all like, you know, like the idea is that they all have like biceps and they're like punching each other and like being like, oh, I was the fittest man. I made it yeah. there. Also, that's like the, the chemicals from the egg 
are truly luring them. In no way are these <laughs> sperm. Like, oh, I see. Yeah. Like <laughs> knowing where to go. Like it's just also just like everything that we've been taught is so gendered. It's just so weird. Everything that we've been taught, you just learn is wrong as you get older and as we learn more things. Not but it's not so much wrong. But not wrong, but I don't know. That's I why I'm saying gendered. It feels like that's, oh, it's not wrong. No, no, I'm saying. speaking more broadly. Oh, like okay. I feel like so many times, like this is a piece of information that I've just shared with you all. The corkscrew move. Yeah, yeah. That, you're right. In one sense, it's not wrong. It's it didn't not. ultimately fundamentally change like the existence of life, but it makes us realize we actually did not understand this for yeah. hundreds of years. Yeah. And it just puts into the perspective, like there's so many layers to life and we think so many things are so basic when we look back on the past and we're like, they were so dumb and we know all these things. And you realize there's just so many things that we take for granted that are sort of like basic and easy knowledge that in the yeah. future may easily be like, they really believe that light traveled in this way. And now we have like a much more complex, interesting understanding of this. Yeah. That if only they knew they would never believe. Yeah. But I, I still know. think in like, I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with the, what we know about sperm. That one's a really, that's why that was so interesting. Cause it was the tadpole vibe is what we all picture. And it was different, mm -hmm. but like spermatogenesis and all the, yeah, we know I so like much. Know I guess, I guess I'm not trying to say obviously that we don't know things. I think what's interesting and, we were talking to an amazing physicist the other day, Katie Mack, and she said, like, she had written the book, um, The End of Everything, which I based my music video on. Um, and she had kind of mentioned how, like, you know, physics for a lot of people is really heady and like, confusing and weird. But, like, these approximations that we use can be useful. Like, this phrase, like, can be useful, like, stood out in my mind because you don't need something to be perfect for it to become useful. Like, we study all these things and then we realize, oh, we can, like, create electricity and we can create all these things. That doesn't mean we understand them perfectly. Like, there's lots of technology humans use that we actually don't fully understand. Um, and so understanding a sperm moves in a particular way is useful. But maybe when we know even more about it, it becomes yeah. useful in another way and we start to understand more deeply. And that phrase like tries as somebody who's in science you know from the outside i remember once on an interview we were like you know there's no such thing as a fact in science because things are often modified to some people i don't want to say that because they don't like believe science and then that they can use that as like oh well science is often wrong that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is like so much of things are approximations we're getting closer and closer to hopefully what is the absolute truth but maybe there is we will never reach absolute truth but we can use mathematics and physics and biology to approximate things to make predictions and that's really cool but like ultimately yeah. things we're always learning we're like kind of only understood elements of it yeah obviously yeah tangent side note sorry no that's it's true <laughs> I'm like trying to be like, do I have anything to well, add? Well, I'll, I'll ramble a little more because it also felt connected the other day. I was listening to, who would you guess? Alan Watts. And he had like a seminar on the similarities of organized religion. And he's kind of talking about um, psychiatry and psychology at the time and how in some ways those act similarly. Like there's belief sets and systems and yeah. people who come up in psychiatry and psychology who become like the figures that know everything and everyone subscribes to that belief system. Brene Brown. Yeah, or exactly. But then maybe a decade or two later, suddenly we realize, oh, that's like Freud was had some interesting ideas. So Brene Brown is like a minister? Well, he's kind, kind of, of making yeah, that claim about how true. we buy into things. It, I mean, it's an hour long lecture. It's really fascinating. And I just thought, 
it was interesting. It's interesting to be in science because you're in a, a field that you believe so strongly to be like the way to discover the world. But even today, but even certainly hundreds of years ago, people truly believed that like the only way to have salvation was to believe in this thing. Like in their bones, they knew it to be true. Yeah. So it's interesting to just be like, we're never going to know. We're only here for a blip. Yeah. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm sorry. No, it's just, it's a side sperm. note. It's the name of our podcast. <laughs> it's definitely not about sperm, but I'm like, oh, you even got to the only here for a blip moment. It's like, yeah, damn. That's sperm. You know, they're certainly only here for a yeah. blip unless it's you. And then you're still also only here for a blip longer. Like, damn, he's getting existential. The only here for a blip moment. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's kind of what sperm is. It's creating only here for a blip. Okay, so spermatogenesis. <laughs> okay, so. That's the creation of sperm in your testes. Yeah. So in your balls, there's these coiled tubes, which kind of make up the, like, ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, you know, when you're like that, like, even just thinking about a ball, it kind of, like, looks like a brain almost. It has, like, lobes. But it's like literally just. Like the Yeah, so they're just wound up little tubules which then have stem cells on like the outside of the tubes. And then those stem cells create, like they essentially go through mitosis to create these germ cells that then go through meiosis to become the sperm. And there's Sertoli cells, which are there to help them like give them nutrients. They're like the friends of your sperm, but essentially it's your testes stem cells that create germ cells. Some stick around to become like the germ cells that make more sperm. And some just like keep going, go through meiosis, boom, 23 chromosomes, get the head, mm. get the tail, then they're sent to the epididymis, which is like the sacky little thing on the top of the ball. <laughs> that if you've ever touched one. Like you can kind of feel yeah, it. Next time you're going down on someone with the penis. You want to like, Or if you have one yourself. Or if you have one yourself. But it's more fun this way. Okay. Um, but it's kind of riskier that way. Like you could hurt someone. Yeah, they'd be like, why are you squeezing my ball? No, don't do that. But maybe don't do that. That's the thing. Or about, ask like, for consent. May, oh, may I touch your epididymis? Sure, but yeah. Okay. Whoa, that'd be cool. Now right, I'm put that on a t-shirt. Getting turned on. Okay, so <laughs> epididymis, it is cool. It's where it like stays in there until you come. So the scrotum is the sac, which is really weird because we have our balls outside, which is really weird. Like lots of mammals have them inside. We'll just pick like obviously there's dogs, which is like, hey, ew, weird, <laughs> balls outside. I just think like... The weirder thing is when you fix them, then their ball sack is like empty there for a while and, and then it slowly shrinks and kind of like goes away. That's just so sad. <laughs> but like think about like naked, like other animals are naked except for dogs in clothes. But like, like Except for dogs in what? Clothes. Like it's just so weird when people have dogs with clothes on them. It's like, okay. Weird. Oh, but they're not like wearing underwear. Or they're wearing like little vests. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying like animals are naked. Like imagine yeah. birds with balls. Like, or like, it's just weird that like, we are clothed. Like if we walk around naked, which is like yeah. picturing us, it's like, wow, look at that weird ball. You're right. It is really weird that like humans it's, like wear Our dick clothes. and balls are really weird. <laughs> well, because vi like vaginas are so much more normal. Like if you look around at like an animal, it's like, yeah, it could have a vagina. Like any other animal because it's just like around the genitals is not as pronounced as like a man naked or not a man, a person with a penis and balls walking down the street. It's like, what's that hanging I'm not sure I know what you're saying, but I'll agree. 
Okay. Like, I know Picture what you mean. A but bird. Like, it's like, like okay, like feathers. Have their penises out. I know, but that's like, that's the other anomaly because they're like a mammal so close to us. So you're saying like so many other creatures don't even have like, no, it's all their testicles out. are within them. But are yeah. we talking just testicles? Or are we talking? I think I'm like, talking, yeah, now I'm talking scrotum. I'm talking just scrotum. Mm. A scrotum is weird. Okay. In general, because it's like, yeah, okay, think about a bird. Imagine a bird with balls. It's like, mm. whoa, there's the balls. <laughs> or any other thing, like a rabbit. Like, it's just weird that we have naked people with balls walking around. It's like, that's the weirdest part have big of their ones, body. right? Yeah. Relative to other primates, Don't too, you think? So, yeah. Like, think about, like, a bunch of animals in a row. And then yeah. you look at the... It's like a person with balls. Feature. It's like, what is that? Yeah. It's like if it's Zelda, that's the thing you got to hit to hurt yeah. it and kill it. Cause that seems weak. <laughs> Apparently they, it does hurt because it's supposed to, like, <laughs> now you're trying to like win me over so hard. <laughs> with the point. Like it's just like Zelda, which actually you wouldn't quite know, but it is. There's always like a target. Point. I know is that. that. What <laughs> that's what I mean. It would be the thing that you have to hit. Like, obviously <laughs> it's small and it's vulnerable. And apparently it does hurt so much out of, um, an evolutionary basis to keep them protected. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And they are supposed to be all for the most part, testes in general are actually supposed to be cooler in order to create sperm, which is why we have ours outside hanging to and like why, temperature regulate. Yeah. But it's just that other animals with testicles within them, which most animals have, they can regulate the blood vessels around the testes to keep them cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it it's like, kind of we awkward. just have them, out there girl and i'm not arguing with evolution here though no i know what do you mean they Why? know best i know and if you do dip your balls in cold water they shrivel up it's like you can play <laughs> with this in real time if you get really warm with a laptop on your lap they mm-hmm. stretch on out mm-hmm. puppetry of the penis <laughs> um and yeah it, it really is that whole they need to be cooler to create sperm, which I think a lot of people thought was like a myth for a while, but it's not. It's, it's Yeah, because there true. was, I mean, I don't have a study up on this right now, but how the idea of having a laptop on your lap all day is actually like not good for sperm, Mm-mm. right? It's not, and, and it's one of the reasons why we do see decreased sperm counts Ooh. in our lives. Also, every average ejaculation is one teaspoon. Ugh, that's gross. Average? I said that out loud. Okay. Yeah. An average ejaculation is so, a teaspoon. Okay. I don't yeah. want to make a comment on my no, own. No, I know. But. I know. I know. <laughs> depends on the day, but <laughs> depends on the day, whether it's a dribble, a drabble, or a whoo. Depends on the hydration, I think. Wow. Oh, I don't I know that, that to be for, true. Really? Oh my God. I can always tell if I'm hydrated. Okay. Wow. That's how He's I sometimes know. Coming buckets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like I can, if I'm dehydrated, sometimes that's how I find out. <laughs> wow that's like that's wild either you're jerking off a lot or you're not drinking a lot of water um yeah so there is a serious decrease in the amount of sperm and sperm counts amongst people with penises in the last 40 years sperm count has decreased by 50 percent and taints from the anus to the bottom of the scrotum are shrinking and this is due to plastics pesticides and products which is really scary they're mm-hmm. endocrine disrupting chemicals and so they bind as hormones in your body and they mess with your endocrine system. There's a lot of scientists trying to like, you know, talk about this cause it's pretty intense, but phthalates are the main issue and they are in plastics. They're part of what makes plastics soft. They're in floor coverings, soap, hairspray, deodorant. They're in soap? They're in like, it's like. Like are they in the soap we use? Well, 
Interesting. Okay, so in order for it to impact, a lot of it is based on rat models where the pregnant mothers are exposed to these things. So it's okay. a really big issue. While they're pregnant. Okay. Yeah, and they link that to humans. They see the same, same thing when they're in utero, when kids are young. So when they're in the womb and when they're young is when you're really vulnerable. It's not like this thing that like a 25-year-old just starts like, I see. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a lifetime it's exposure. Over time, you, generations. Yeah. This is what's happening. You're not in your own individual lifetime necessarily, like shrinking your taint. <laughs> exactly, but it is um, why people kind of do look at what is in specific products, mm -hmm. and it is worth thinking about. And a lot of people are working towards regulation amongst from the government, obviously, and against these corporations to decrease the amount of phthalates in our lives because this is obviously scary. Plastic is bad for a variety of reasons, but this is just another one. Mm -hmm. But it is something you can control if you start to learn more about where these um, chemicals are from. And yeah, so when I say soap, you can look at why some people, you know, soap is such a, it's such a consumer choice at this point. you deciding, it's where a lot of people put their energy in deciding what kind of soap that they use. Yeah. So you can look and, figure out if there's phthalates in your soap quite easily. Okay. They'll, you can just, you know, if you're going to some like store, we do a refill depot though. I don't know what's in our soap. Well, you I guess them. I could look I, up the brand. Honest, the place that we're going is for sure going to be able like to very free. quickly tell you what they're free. Uh, of. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like, I'm just filling up a bottle of stuff. Yeah. Like BPA, <laughs> BPA free. That mm. is a big part of this yeah. movement. So uh -huh. BPA is another endocrine disrupting chemical. So that's why we saw, this BPA stuff is overwhelming, everywhere. you know, like not in and of itself, but you just realize how everything around you and the choices that you aren't necessarily knowing you're making know. can impact you and the human race and your progeny yeah. and like the generation yeah. below. Because they um, did like men who worked in factories where there was a lot of BPA, even just in the air. So lurking in like plastic factories, they had lower sperm counts huh. and their sperm swam less well. Mm. So it's like, and as we know, the sperm are struggling to swim in the first place. They're only kicking yeah, one they're direction. Corkscrewing. They're corkscrewing. Yeah. <laughs> so it, the phthalate thing though is interesting. And some things that I thought were good to know about is that they're in air fresheners. Phthalates. That, that's an easy one to just eliminate. Like do not use air freshener. And I'm do like, you mean that like the spray easy. kind? Spray kind, the, the plug-in. Remember all that like oh, 90s yeah. like plug-in? What about like the little scented ones? Are those considered air fresheners? Yeah. You know the ones you hang in your car? Oh, yes, yes. Those little, like, plastic -y yes, things. Yes, the, well, the diagram on the study showed a bunch of That was images. such an era, was it? Yeah. I feel like that's not as popular anymore. But when I grew up, I feel like so many people, like, in my family, my aunts and uncles, yeah. like, used to hang those on and the mirror. Like, and they did smell nice. But I know, like, but it's like, what's going on in your car that you need yeah, that? Yeah, and it was such a specific smell. It was almost like the way that banana medication or whatever has like yeah. a very distinct oh, I smell. It. I hate it. But it's like they had their own version of that. I hate air freshener. Like <laughs> now that I think about it, I really, I hate post someone taking an absolute dump and then doing <laughs> air freshener and you're like, now it smells like shit, but also like strawberries yeah, it's in worse. rain. Yeah. It's like, this is like someone shit to be in like... the rain or someone shit <laughs> on like flowers. an organic farm in <laughs> someone shit in flowers. It's like, that's worse than someone shitting on the ground. It's and it's easier to just your brain. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So anyways, don't use air fresheners is one thing, especially if you have like a newborn kid. It's why there's a lot of push towards not like, you know, having specific plastic toys for your kids and things like that. But another one 
that is a huge issue is that fast food packaging has stain and grease repellents within the actual packages. Like if you uh, picture like a McDonald's like, like wrapped up burger pack and when you open it, that inside coating that like, has a lot of BPA and rubbing on. off onto your food. Yes. So uh. it's kind of funny how it's almost like the laws of nature are like, it's always comes down to these things that are unhealthy for you for other reasons. Right. One of the biggest see, issues yeah. is fast food packaging. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Because it's getting wrapped up in a plastic that's like transferring it's these the chemicals. It's the inner parts of the quote unquote cardboard packaging of like the burger what and What about fries. like coffee cups? They have like a wax coating on yeah. them. Yeah. Like well, a- they said it's specific to fast food because apparently this is for grease. Okay. That I wax is probably better than what this is. It's called grease repellent and it's like within the... It's to try and allow the bag not to become so disgusting okay. when you have it. Um, yeah, and nonstick coatings. But you're right. Like, in a way, it makes you turn and go like, okay, well, if you are eating and just buying, like, more whole foods kind of thing, at least you're avoiding yeah, that like without funny, necessarily Yeah, like, there's another reason fast food. It's like, if you want another reason to not eat fast food, it's right. that it can affect the size of your literal taint and your sperm count, <laughs> which is just like, it seems crazy. There are so many scientists trying to get the word out because it almost seems too like overblown, but it is, there's enough hard science for it to be real. And deodorants, hairspray, and hair gels no. are other places you need to look. Axe, what? Axe body spray. Well, I don't use that. Don't look at me like that. No, I'm just saying it was one of the examples. I used like, to, okay? No, I used to I use Axe body spray, Okay. What's a boy to do when he's 13 and doesn't know better? I know. <laughs> I was so jealous. I wanted to And to be so bad. clear, there was only one scent that I liked in the first place, Kilo, and they <laughs> stopped selling it in Canada. So I do not use that I anymore. thought it was Kylo as in Kylo Ren. No, it's Kilo. <laughs> so these things are all decreasing sperm counts, and it could be a huge fertility issue, but they are working on trying to get them out of plastics. But in general, it's like, yeah, keep your kid away from copious amounts of plastic which was mm. probably very hard i i came across like another angle of not really to plastics but are there any solutions to the potential fertility issues we're seeing and i know we've talked about on this pod it is important to talk about male fertility because often it's, it's like blamed on women yes like fertility yes. issues but a big part of it is like sperm health and how age impacts that not just age like as we're saying like health in different ways one third of all fertility issues are due to sperm yeah, exactly. So like that's one third of all the couples out there struggling. It's yeah. important to know it could be the sperm. A lot of yeah. people put so could much. Could be on both. Could be one. Could be yeah. yeah. It's like important to it's just really like sad, have that. Yeah. No, that we can't just be like blaming like one people individual with vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Um, but a new study. What am I trying to read my notes here? Um, looked into occupational factors hmm. and the the impact of your job on your sperm. Hmm. And what they found is that men who regularly lift heavy objects, or I should say like people with testes, um, at work have higher sperm counts than those who have less physically demanding jobs. Um, which is interesting because there has been research before that like exercise um, increases the amount of healthy sperm. Yeah. Um, and so maybe this is like an expansion of that. Obviously, Makes sense. for people like us sitting at home all day on computers. I versus, lift my pen. Yeah. And this, in this case, it was about lifting, like not just yeah. being on your feet. Of course, like movement is so important to health. But in this case, they were like, um, yeah, if you're lifting heavier things at your job, you're going to have healthier sperm. Interesting. Um, and so just like remembering that physical activity 
is certainly not the only problem. Like I think plastic pro- is such a problem, but there's or it's chemicals a, in plastic. Yeah, sorry, um, but there's more to it, and some of it maybe you can some you can take into your own hands, yes. which is at least can feel like okay. Just like do your best to limit your exposure to things, try and be physically active, and that will hopefully minimize your risk at these things. That's like, yeah, that's true. It is important to remember that. Like the laptop thing is also part of just the temperature of your balls Mm -hmm. (laughs) not being where they are to make sperm, which can decrease sperm count, which is an issue now because we all have our laptops on our lap. And even biking. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just from the exposure to like the pressure rate. On your taint. <laughs> and it is just like testosterone is so interesting because it's created in the testes. It is a hormone that like does affect your body. And so these um, endocrine disrupting chemicals are impacting your endocrine system through hormones that either mimic estrogen or mimic testosterone. But it is interesting because it's like physical activity. I wonder, it obviously has an impact on your endocrine system as well. Mm. That's like what you're doing when you're working out, you're putting your body through stress. Yeah. And it's responding by like changing the hormone levels in your body. And it is like it quote unquote, quote unquote. (laughs) You can do it. You can do it. I pass out. (laughs) Cross out. Pass out. And we're done. Crown it. Quote. The masculinization. (laughs) No, you got to do it again. You got to. Okay. The quote unquote masculinization of a person is controlled by testosterone. Hmm. And I was just reading about how they, (laughs) this is insane, but because women weren't allowed in choirs, like back in like the 1600s or whatever, it's all, you know, related to like Catholic church and how messed up it is. But they were like, oh, we can't have women in a choir. Like one right. woman sang in a choir and they were all like blasphemy or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> so they, like, they still like, when I, can they still not have women in choirs? No, you can now. But yeah. But like, can you? Like whenever I see ca- a Catholic like choir, it's yes, literally little Craig, boys. Okay. Yes, you can okay, have sorry, women. But know. there was like similarly how you couldn't be a female minister for a long time. And in some churches, you, you still can't. can't. If yeah. you're a Catholic church. I actually don't know right now. Like, you're probably right. I'm just saying I don't actually know the answer to that. Anyways, Um, evil, evil corp, (laughs) the Catholic (laughs) church, but they, um, would castrate. Yeah. Men boys like make them eunuch. Yeah. So they could sing higher. So they didn't have to bring in girls to be soprano because they would not go through puberty then. right? Yeah. So in like, in order to deal Mm. with the fact that women weren't allowed in choirs and they wanted sopranos, they would like castrate the prepubescent boys. And that's when they first, started to realize that there's something in the balls Mm. that controls the vocal cords and the masculinization Mm. of these people. So it's like in a roundabout way, they were doing disturbing science by trying to keep a soprano in a choir of a Catholic church without allowing women in it. I really want to like, I don't know enough about this. I want to suddenly I have the urge to do like research on eunuchs. Oh, like, yeah. So there's, they also, and like, um, is it for just that reason or why else were they? There like was, there were them? other eunuch, eunuch culture happening in parts of China because people within the royal families wanted to keep the quote unquote breeding and like, um, bloodline of the royals within a certain sect of people. So instead of allowing men to work within the royal confines who could be like, potential viable outsiders mm-hmm. who would get their sperm in, they would 
Oh, like if you're working around it, the royal, you would family, have your balls cut off, uh, so they could guarantee you wouldn't like have sex with. Somebody. Yes, and they th- and so through that, they also started to be like, wait, they're not, <laughs> they're not growing facial hair. They're right. not. Um, they're their yeah, physical they're, features are different. Or... And a lot of people who were poorer would be willing to get their balls cut off for to it because then they'd and... now have a bunch of money from the royals getting right. paid. Oh, that's interesting. And it was crazy; they would cut off their dick and balls oh whoa and then they would after they cut off their dick and balls take the bandage off three days later and if this urine came out they was like okay you're good and if the urine never came out because it scabbed over they'd be like okay sorry you're gonna die what and they would just die if it, the urine came out, like, because they're like if they cutting, could pee or not. Yeah, I actually feel like I'm gonna. I don't pee want to talk and about like, Yeah, no, it's so disturbing. <laughs> I I was reading. I love how you're like. I want to do research about eunuchs. I'm like, I already did. It was um fascinating. But this is again these um anecdotes from ancient text is what started the science right. of testosterone and all this. Stuff. There's got to be a movie on this. Like a do- I want to watch a documentary. There's oh yeah, a I'm like, video. I don't know if there's like a Hollywood movie. No, but I just am so off. curious about that. Like yeah, culture if that's what you would call it. I'm yeah. sure there's like so many layers to that history that yeah. now I'm just like, Oh, I need to go look that up. Yeah, I don't. And obviously it doesn't, you know, it's just like, but it, but it is interesting that the testes create this important hormone mm-hmm. and women have a, go through menopause, but men actually have a slow decrease in testosterone as they age. So it's like, we do go through our own version of menopause. It's just not like a instant thing, mm-hmm. but we're going to be talking more about testosterone. That's for sure. Another time. Cause I'm doing a video about how so many people are taking testosterone supplements. It's a big industry. Well, that's a little tease for a future episode Yeah, as you've been dropping for a while now, but once that episode, like the balls <laughs> dropping. <laughs> okay. Well, that was some fun talk about yeah. jazazzle. I love sperm. <laughs> Hot take. Once, when I was younger, I was obsessed with war- whales. And so I wanted to like make a singing group with my friend. And I went to my mom and was like, um, we're going to name it after a whale. We're going to be called the Spermies. And she had to be like, <laughs> to, I like have a very early memory of being like, in like, grade three. And she was like, so. That's not a good maybe name. Maybe not that it has to do with sex and like it was just like such a weird l of a conversation i was like i was just trying to talk about music <laughs> and whales and now you're just like like been brought what about this world of the humpbacks that's not good either uh, what about the minkies yeah oh that's cute that's cute yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hey hey we're the, the minkies the minkies is great yeah because there was the monkeys the monkeys. the monkeys is good yeah <laughs> wow if only i just randomly chosen government. a minky whale okay <laughs> okay Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.